This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to the 100% LCFC podcast, brought to you by 100% LCFC and Owen Palmerakin. Welcome back. This is the 100% LCFC podcast, brought to you by yours truly, Owen Palmerakin. It is a pleasure to have you along, and we are back after the international break and back with a bang as well we'll be covering that goal record that position in the league and if that isn't enough for you then we will be asking all of our guests and you the fans of Leicester City whether the Foxes will still be in the top five come the beginning of 2016 so let's head straight over to the lines then we are joined by former City striker Mr Alan Young Uh, so then Alan you travelled up to St James's Park on Saturday with the City faithful how did you find that experience? How did you find travelling up on the Colville and Ashby supporters group? <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but I'm just, some things have gone through my mind about the trip. It was absolutely wonderful. Some met some lovely people. They're all a bit crackers from Colville, but met, met some lovely people. Um, had a good chat with them, told a few stories, singing and dancing on the way back. It was, it was an experience, and I've never... Mm. I've been to two away games now, Southampton and Newcastle. So I'm unbeaten in my travels so far. Indeed. We're one win, one draw, and no losses. So um, the next thing we're going to you see, I, I went to an away match with my son. I went to the next away match with a friend on the bus. And we're deciding on the next away match that we're going to go to and see how we're going to get there. But I've had, I've had loads of offers to, to go on all, all different buses. And, I think I'll run out of run out of fixtures for that, but it was it was a great experience, um, and obviously the result helps, which was absolutely fantastic. And um, just to be I'm a wee bit hoarse still today, um, joining in the singing and screaming and dancing and all that. Well, I wasn't even dancing that much, not me, but. Um, uh, that was a great experience, wonderful. Mm. Well, you certainly kept us updated while you were on the bus, Alan, sending back videos that we managed to get out on the 100% LCFC Facebook page. Let's have a little bit of a listen to what you got up to. I'd like to introduce everybody at home to Statler and Waldorf. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I would like to ask you briefly what you think your team selection will be today. Well, it depends on whether... That's enough. Can you... What, what about what about you, my friend? 
He's my speaker. In goals. <laughs> I think it'll be in goals you have, Dave. Oh, I've had enough of them. I've had enough of them. Chairman, who are you, who are we going to pick today? Same as West Brom, the West Brom team. The West Brom team, assuming Jamie Vardy's fit. Good for you, I can't disagree with that at all. What about you, sir? I agree. Yeah, the same team, Vardy's fit, but not risk him if he's not 100%. Wise words indeed. Young man, what do you think? Same team as West Brom. Oh, I think you did. Don't just listen to them. Make your own mind up. Now, I've only just been given this little bit of information. I wondered what was happening when I got to the bus stop. There was a lady there, and she had this big box thing. You, you, can you see how a big box, like a big rectangular box, and what is in it? Her son is going to tell me. So each away game, we have a cake club, and uh, they are homemade cakes. What kind of cakes have we got today? I don't even know your name. My name's Andy. Andy, a sensible name. A sensible name, Andy. <laughs> and do you know what kind of cakes we've got? It is a total surprise. You mean you've not had any yet? No, I'm a Mum, you're a miserable bugger. <laughs> you're not even giving your son any cakes. How shameful of you. Oh, my word. Have you had a look at this? Have you seen these? Get your camera on them. Oh, look, I'm salivating now. Uh, your wife's so... what? Yeah, there's rock cakes and then we've got butterfly cakes with buttercream. I know, I know what they are. Oh, no, <laughs> Things I've never had a cake in my life. And did, husband, did you have anything to do with these? Not really, no. Not at all? And your wife's name is? Well done, Rosemary. Thank you very much. You better keep me one. <laughs> Don't you dare eat all them cakes. There you have it, Youngie on the bus, and you never know, he could be joining you on a bus uh, very, very soon. But, Alan, let's chat about the game. It was a great result against Newcastle United, wasn't it? It was a great performance. Never mind just, a, you know, a great win. I mean, we played some scintillating football, some fantastic football, even in, in, in areas which you wouldn't necessarily be encouraging players to play like you know just outside your penalty area and we were passing the ball out and then we were releasing Rahid Marez and we were releasing Jamie and it was it was to quote Mr Ranieri he came out with something on that I thought was very interesting he said it's Italian tactics but English spirit that is that is very interesting indeed because no, but just about sums up our, our performance and indeed our performances over the last few games and it is it seems as though we're, we're, we're comfortable to keep the ball we use the ball well we look after it but then when we don't have that we're tigerish we're, we're, you know we're at people we're in people's faces um, Kante and Danny Drinkwater absolutely superb in the centre midfield such an attacking threat and the back four were as solid as a rock they, Newcastle United didn't really have any chances, one from a corner that Danny and Casper dealt with. But apart from that, apart from a couple of crosses, that's all Casper had to do all day. So great credit to the back four and the goalkeeper. Mm. Some are saying it was City's most complete performance of the season so far. Would you go to agree with that, Alan? Yeah, I certainly wouldn't disagree with that. Um, you've got to you've got to sort of balance it out a wee bit, I suppose, Owen. If you if you analyse the Newcastle United team and they were dire, but they've got to be beat. 
I mean, there's plenty of times we've come up against teams who played really, really well and we've got nothing for it. Newcastle United have a lot of problems. It was uh, the atmosphere on the ground. If, if our supporters hadn't been there, there would have been no noise at all. It was it was quite... I, I've played at, at, at Newcastle United a few times and the crowd is the one thing that you've got to keep quiet. They never started on Saturday because they were watching their team getting virtually humiliated by a, a Leicester City team that had 10, 11 players all playing up to their, you know, up to their maximum. So, a great performance, as you say, a fantastic performance. It could have been six or seven. Jamie's been through twice, uh, one-on-one with a goalkeeper. The second one, he should have squared that thing to, to Mares, And he's hit the crossbar. You know, so we've created all sorts of chances. It stuck three goals in the back of the net. I mean, away from home, at a place like Newcastle, it's got to be all good. Indeed. How good was it to see three different strikers get on the score sheet on Saturday, Alan? Well, I was very pleased for for the little Japanese lad. Absolutely delighted for him. It was a kind of a bizarre goal. (laughs) He jumped a wee bit too early. Um, But he eventually forced the ball over the line. That's good. He's come on as a sub. But Joe has got his um, he's got his place back for that game at the expense of Jeffrey Slope, and the big fella did he did all right. The the thing about Joe, if he gets a hold of the ball, keeps it, brings people into play, he is so effective. It's when the ball goes up and it bounces off him. People making runs tend to say, well, if it's not going to stick, I'm not going to go. So I was pleased for for yeah, three strikers and all getting a goal. I mean. That's what the game's all about, isn't it? Um, let's talk about one of those strikers now, Mr Jamie Vardy, Alan. Will he ever stop? Jamie who? <laughs> <laughs> no. My answer to that is, is no. I expect Jamie to score in every game. Absolutely every game. He creates chances for himself. He creates he creates areas for people to pass into so he can use his blinding pace. It's going to be very, very interesting next Saturday when one of the big hitters come to our place. But Jamie Vardy, I expect him to score against United as well. I expect him to score against Swansea. When we go up to Merseyside, you know, for a, for a couple of games, I expect him to score up there. I just think Jamie's full of goals now. I watched him. Just there would be a wee bit of an error, the one with Mares. It could have it it, given him a side footer. Mm. But you can, you can understand Jamie's confidence and his... You know, he's intent and he's belief in himself now. And it's, a, it's an all-round game. And and I cannot see for the life of me. I mean, I watched um, I watched the, the sports match and I can't see for the life of me why, for the life of me, why Jamie isn't playing up front with Harry Kane for the England team. Mm, it's certainly a, a suggestion, isn't it? But it was a superb finish on Saturday, wasn't it? And, it? and doesn't that just go to show that Vardy has got the quality to add to his pace and ferociousness as well. He's got the quality to be able to go round a defender and stick it in the bottom corner. He's got the quality to do that. Yeah, absolutely. His pace is blinding and his confidence now is absolutely rocketing. He's sky high. Um, he took the first goal. I don't think the goalkeeper thought he was going to, to stick it. Well, he, stick it. He, he sort of placed it with pace inside his near post that caught the goalkeeper out. But he did the defender with a little step over inside the box. He's got that now. But the thing is, if, if Jamie isn't doing it, we've got other people that can now as well. If, if Joe, he'll keep getting goals. The little Japanese lad, if he plays, Kramaric must be scratching his head wondering when he's going to get his chance. 
But the thing is now, you look at the team, a little change, good substitutions again, and uh, a great ovation for Jamie, Jamie, um, excuse me, <coughs> Jamie uh, from the supporters. And that, here's something I observed as well, Owen. Is I was watching the players after the final whistle, and obviously they're, they're, they're delighted. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're patting each other on the back and high-fiving and all that. Um, Christian Fuchs grabbed a hold of Jamie and dragged him up the pitch to the byline in front of all the Leicester City supporters and started applauding them and made Jamie go up and wave to the supporters. And that said to me, the unity in the team is, is, is quite amazing. Now, Christian Fuchs, he's, he's fist-pumping and everything at the end of the game. You think he won the World Cup? And that that kind of attitude, that kind of belief and spirit and enjoyment is, is going right through the club at the minute. And long may it continue because I will go on record again in saying that I don't think we'll be far from Europe at the end of the season. And that sort of leads very nicely in, into my next question, Alan. I was, we are asking um, today on this week's podcast, will Leicester City still be in the top five come the beginning of 2016? Obviously, City have some very tough games in December, including home ties with Manchester City and Chelsea, then away trips to Liverpool, Everton and Swansea. Um, so we are asking the question, are City going to be in the top five come the beginning of 2016? Would you take maybe seventh or eighth place come the start of the new year? No, I think we've got. I think it's a great opportunity. I think I, I, I'm looking forward to it, and I think the players must be busting as well to be playing all these teams in a month. Yes, it's a big test. Chelsea home, a couple of couple of games up in Merseyside, Manchester City at home, Swansea away might be. Which would have been one of the more tricky ones, you'd have thought. But you're thinking now we'll go there and win. Haven't won in ten games, Swansea. Well, I, I see. Yeah, I, I see. I see December. Yeah, as being a difficult month, but an exciting month, not just for the players, but for all the supporters as well. You can't wait for these teams to come because we have a very, very real chance of taking points out of every one of those fixtures. We certainly do. Thank you very much for joining us on the 100% LCFC podcast today, Alan. It's always a pleasure and thank you everybody for all your help and support on Saturday. I'm a bit sore now, I'm a bit cold, I'm a bit tired and I'm hoarse, but I loved it. (laughs) He certainly did. If you would like to catch up with more of Alan's travels, then head over to the 100% LCFC YouTube channel. You'll be able to find everything uh, there indeed. So you now have heard Youngie's views, um, but we put the question to you on Sunday night asking, will City still be in the top five come the beginning of 2016? And we asked for your thoughts. I'm just going to read uh, through a couple of them now. Johan Heemskirk says, if they continue as they are, it will be the top three. Uh, Sandra Gilvari has said personally, I would say yes, I think they can. Great players, great team spirit and a fantastic manager. Every match is a joy to watch. Kev Davis has a differing view. He says it'll be very hard with the games we have coming up, but if anyone can beat them, we can. And of course, Matt Caps has gone in contact and says, of course we will be. Hashtag keep the face. So they were your views on the 100% LCFC Facebook page. If you do want to get in, in, in if you want to get involved with the podcast, then that is the place to do it. Watch out for every Sunday night we post our topical. We are we post our top question there. So do get involved next Sunday, ready for the podcast that will come out on that week.
of course. We have just spoken to former City striker Alan Young. We're now going to chat with the 100% LCFC chief editor, Mr. Phil Holloway, who joins us now. Good afternoon, Phil. How are you doing today? Pretty top of the world, Owen. How are you? Pretty top of the world or top of the league, shall we say, Phil? Yeah, you could say that, couldn't you? Absolutely. Top of the league, top of the world, top of everything. Top of the morning. Indeed, indeed. (laughs) Indeed, it's a great time to be a Leicester City fan. Phil, the first question I'm going to ask you today on the podcast is, what has been the fans' reaction on social media, on the 100% LCFC Facebook and Twitter pages, after the Foxes went top on Saturday evening? I mean, I've seen a picture that shows the Queen awarding Vardy a knighthood. Now, I can't see that happening anytime soon, um, but what has the reaction been from the Leicester City faithful? Yeah, one of one of the fans, Benny Royston, sent that one in to us. I don't know where he got it from or if he made it up, but uh, it went it went pretty viral. That I think two hundred thousand people saw that image, and it, so we were quite pleased to kickstart that one off. But um, yeah, I, you know, everybody was super excited after the match on on. And quite rightly so. We've we've had ten years in the doldrums, and I, I don't think anybody really expected us to be top of the league as we go into this, you know the end of November. So. There's new fans crawling out the woodwork. Um, some people go, oh, plastic fans, glory fans, whatever. <laughs> I don't, let, let's get as many Leicester, uh, as many people around the world sporting Leicester as we can. Let's become a big force. Mm, mm, indeed. And of course, for, for Leicester City fans all around the world, because obviously, like we do know, there are Leicester City fans in Sweden. There are Leicester City fans in Australia, in Belgium, everywhere. It was just a great all night. All around the world. It was just a great night for, for Leicester City fans to go home after they beat in Newcastle by three goals to nil, and just watch match of the day, watch the highlights, watch on whatever platform you want to watch it on, and then see the table and think, we're top of the Premier League. This is the biggest league in the world, and we are top. For you, Phil, that must feel yeah. amazing. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's been great seeing. I mean, all the all the pundits on. Uh, it was great to see BBC match of the day with uh, Gary Lineker having a little chat with Alan Shearer, obviously after that result. Um, and Rice Miles there when he was chatting with uh, Jamie Vardy, of course. Uh, Paul Merson on Sky Sports has been, uh, you know, telling everybody how great we are. So, you know, I think we're getting lots of lots of acclaim from lots of people in the know. So it's been really good to hear. It's nice to see Leicester City in the in the public light. It still makes me chuckle at the, of how Spurs have got to be considered contenders for at least top four, if not the title. And there's no mention of Leicester City on it, no, even though no. we are sat top of the tree. And they, they were saying Harry Kane this and Harry Kane that. And you think, oh, yeah, you know, let's hope it's not just a, you know, a, a, a dash in the front type of thing and that we're, we're going to carry on this run. It's going to be tough. Indeed. Um, there are odds going around. Leicester City are still odds on more to be relegated than to win the Premier League. Um, so, so that, according to the bookmakers, there's more chance of Leicester City being relegated than winning the Premier League. And that must feel quite strange looking at the table, but then you do remember there's a long way to go yet, isn't there, Phil? Yeah, I mean, I sat around having a couple of beers about two weeks ago and somebody said, do you know the odds of Leicester winning the Premier League is 700 to 1? And we all said, let's have a cheeky tenor on it. We, we were joking and we thought, oh, nobody bothered. But I did notice yesterday that the odds... I think have been cut to 75 to 1 in the past two weeks. So, And we're now sixth favourites to win the league. Again, come on, let's be realistic. We're, I don't really think we're going to win the league. I don't think any of us, Yeah, maybe some people out there are thinking there's a chance of a top four finish. I'd still take a top ten finish. I'm certainly starting to think now Europe's possibility. And, and I actually, even though I'm, I think I'm a realist. No, um, obviously, Phil, you mentioned about, about the 10th place, maybe the 5th place finish, maybe even potentially winning the league. Of course, all of those 
are very much in the air at the moment. You can't really judge too much um, in terms of where teams are going to finish. Um, But the main question we're asking everybody on this week's podcast is whether City will still be in the top five come the beginning of 2016 due to the hard run of fixtures that they've got coming in December. Now, when people looked at the fixtures um, at the beginning of the season, they might have thought, actually, that's a really, really tough month. But now we're approaching it. Can you see Leicester City possibly beating Swansea away? Can you see Leicester City beating Chelsea at home? I certainly can. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, it's going to start this week at home against Man United. It's been probably 30 years since I've we've had Man U coming to Leicester and I've thought, actually, we're, we're probably fav- slight favourites in this one. You know, so can we beat Man United? Yeah, of course we can beat Man United. Can we beat Chelsea at home? Yes, of course we can. Swansea away, yeah, they're not going to fan- Nobody's going to fancy pa- playing Leicester at the moment. We've got pace, got... I, honestly, that, that team, how that team played against against Newcastle, I think Newcastle made us look even better than we were, but I think that's probably some of the best Leicester play I've seen since I've been going since 1976. It was lovely to watch, and people like Albrighton, Merez, Vardy, that it's it's like they've it's like they're on something because they just truly, truly believe that they can take players on, they can push the ball past, they're doing tricks. Man U are going to be looking strongly at Leicester and thinking, how do we, they're going to come into this game going, how do we nullify Mares? How do we slow Vardy? How do we stop Vardy scoring? They're not going to be, you know, they've got to work on their game plan against Leicester as though it was playing Arsenal. Mm, indeed. And of course, it is Manchester United on, on Saturday. Is it, is it going to be a repeat of last year, Phil? Is it going to be another one of those 5 3 victories? Somehow, I don't think it is. Um, but at this point in time, you wouldn't write it off. I personally wouldn't either. I, well, I, I think there is going to be goals, Owen. I definitely, Leicester struggled to, to stop a goal. I mean, I know we did on Saturday, but let's face it, Newcastle was shocking. So, Man U probably will come to Leicester and they will score. There's one thing that they will do is they'll attack. They won't sit back. Uh, probably will have to suck in a lot of pressure from Man United. You know, they've got some mm. great talent there. I'm not sure if Rooney's going to be back in this week. He probably will because I think he was ill at than injured so they're going to come all guns blazing at us they're, they're, their manager Ryan Giggs they're going to want to put right last year's 5-3 those photos of those two sat on the on the benches or managers area they're brilliant but they're still going around today and Leicester fans there's lots of fans on, on Twitter and that put that photo around of Van Gaal with his hand facing his hands like this and, and that's you know, they want to put that right. So they'll come with us. They'll, they'll want to attack. And we'll want to attack. As Phil, score predictions on Saturday. Is it going to be 5-3? Yeah, well, no, I don't think it's going to be 5-3. But I think <laughs> there's going to be goals. Um, I think it's going to be, I think we're going to score. I think they're going to score. I'd probably... I fancy a 3-2 to Leicester. How about that? Wouldn't that be exciting? I'd love it. I've, I've said to one of my lads, I've said, Vardy to score the winning goal in injury time to complete his record take it off Nistel Roy Man United it would be great it would be great wouldn't it anyway Phil thank you very much uh, for joining us on the 100% LCFC podcast today really appreciate your time today no problems Owen thank you catch you soon that was the 100% LCFC chief editor Phil Holloway there and that is all we've got time for for the 39th episode of the 100% LCFC podcast thank you very much for tuning in and listening to us and thank you very much for joining us Phil Holloway the 100% LCFC chief editor and of course a former city striker Alan Young and if you do want to get in contact with us here at the podcast all the details on how to do that can be found in the description of the podcast so 
Manchester United are in town on Saturday. Surely there won't be a repeat of last year's shenanigans. Well, we'll leave you with this to get you ready. What a season it has been so far. Leicester City are top of the Premier League and on Saturday they face second place Manchester United knowing a win will keep them in first place going into December. A win for Leicester City would also give them 31 points going into what is arguably their toughest month of the season. And I'm sure you'll all remember what happened last time these two sides met at the King Power Stadium. And what a season it has been for Jamie Vardy also. If he scores on Saturday, he will break Ruud van Nistelrooy's record of scoring in 10 consecutive Premier League games. So who knows what will happen? This is Leicester City, of course. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.